This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1092. You got rejected, fired, dumped. Now what? By Adi Redzik of AdiRedzik.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and I certainly appreciate you taking time out of your weekend to listen once again to the show that is all about improving your relationships one day at a time. Now, today we'll be hearing from our pal Adi Redzik. His article is all about getting rejected and how to respond to it. Certainly, we all know the feeling, whether it's getting fired, dumped, not picked for a team, not invited to a party, or whatever. What do we do with that feeling? Well, Adi's going to help us with that. So, let's get into his work and optimize your life. You got rejected, fired, dumped. Now what? By Adi Redzik of AdiRedzik.com. I get kicked in the teeth. A lot. Some days it feels like someone is punching me in the face. Rejection is not pleasant. I keep asking myself, okay, what's the lesson behind this? How do I get better because of it? I keep telling myself, you've been here before, just keep pushing. Then, on those especially intense days, or months, or years, it's a perfect storm. It rains from all sides. Lovers, friends, family, clients, service providers. One big fat no. No more, they say. I'm sure you've been there before. You got fired on a whim. What? My last performance review was excellent. A funder changes their mind and you're left hanging. But they claim this was the best, most worthwhile investment in a long time. A lover who just a minute ago told you you're ideal and you were making plans for next year is no longer interested, and you had just started to feel relaxed and trusting. It burns. It's heartbreaking. Clients decide they don't need your service or product anymore. You're left confused. But you just told me this XYZ thing changed your life. You even said, and I quote, this was exactly what I needed. A friend ghosts you. But that friend just called you their BFF. How the hell does this happen? It usually sounds something like, you're amazing, but it's that but that always gives me a pause. It's that but that I question. How can someone be amazing and yet you don't want them or whatever they have to offer? Obviously, some people say whatever they need to say to make themselves feel better. People also often know they need or want something, but accepting this means they have to be different, even vulnerable. They have to let go and let themselves grow. They have to risk. They have to invest. And that seems too hard sometimes. For example, a lover who was so into you realized they might get hurt, or that being into you would mean they have to grow up and step it up. What if doing so kills their whole illusion of themselves and the world? It's better to run, clearly. Or a client thinks they should manage their own fill-in-the-blank because they cannot let go of control. They struggle to trust. They quickly forget why they connected to you in the first place. A lover was looking exactly for someone like you to help them get to that next level of living, belonging, and partnership. A client knows they need your service so they can scale, lead better, and pursue their vision. But they convince themselves that even though you are amazing, it just isn't good enough. Something is off. You know what's off? This is the biggest lesson about rejection ever. It's not about me. 
Whenever someone rejects me, it's not about me. Whenever someone rejects you, it's not about you. Of course, we internalize it all, it hurts. But people's inability to recognize your value has nothing to do with you. People reject because of their own reality. It's usually fear, confusion, confirmation bias, or a cognitive dissonance. They're not ready, or it seems easier. I get a lot of, why do I need a coach or leadership trainer when I slash we can do it myself slash ourselves? My usual response is, for the same reason I need a hairstylist. Can you imagine me cutting my own hair? I can't. I won't get into the romantic or friendship rejections I received. Those are something extra. I'm sure you have stories of your own. But I'll say it again. People reject because of their own reality. And often because they can't come to terms with what reality actually is. Is any of this a good excuse? Of course not. Should they take a hard, long look in the mirror and get real in order to understand the true potential? Of course. Will they? Probably not. Some might, and those who do will actually benefit greatly. The topic of rejection is vast and complex. Yes, in theory there are many nuances, like our relationship wasn't working for a while, or I got what I needed from your services, or I found a better investment. The thing is, that is not a rejection. Sometimes you just know you've come to the end of the rope, but actual rejection is different. It also hurts differently. It is only a rejection when you know realistically and demonstrably there was more to it. There could have been more to it, that perhaps you needed each other, but one side pulled away. How do we know something is realistic and demonstrable? The answer lies in the truth people spoke when they felt good because of whatever you were giving them and they weren't marred by fear i.e. best investment, best partner, best service, etc. Why in the world would you go to a hairstylist if you didn't want and need a haircut? Alas, as much as it hurts, rejection is a human condition in which everyone loses. So, perhaps, the bigger question is, how do we deal with rejection? We lick our wounds. We remember that it is not about us, because the truth is, we're amazing. We remind ourselves that the other side is the one who is actually missing out. I realize you might not feel that way when you need a cash inflow, are scrambling to get things done, or feel lonely and abandoned. And of course, we are missing out too on what could have been a terrific shared experience. We trust that what is meant for us will be there, and what isn't, won't. Fates can be fickle like that. We get up, dust ourselves off, and march forward. We live to fight another day. If you've been rejected recently, whether in small matters or in something bigger, remember that you're not alone. I heard once that every candle that gets lit in the dark room must feel a little rejection from the darkness around it. Rejection is often a nudge towards something, or someone better. So keep shining. You just listened to the post titled, You Got Rejected, Fired, Dumped. Now what? by Adi Redzik of AdiRedzik.com. And thanks so much to Adi for that great post. Now, we all know it goes without saying that there may always be ways that we can improve ourselves or our abilities and deliver results that we believe to be more beneficial. But this is inescapable. We are constantly shortchanging our potential. It's the very nature of sacrifice. Therefore, we mustn't obsess over how we could improve, 
And we mustn't forget about the other side of the equation too, which is that whatever other people may be thinking or going through that prevents them from making certain decisions we might want them to make, it's not our business. It has nothing to do with us, and it certainly doesn't define our worth or our value, which Adi did a great job of reminding us in the work today. I'll leave it at that for today, though, friends. Thanks a million for being here, everybody. Enjoy what's left of the weekend, and be sure to come on back tomorrow morning where I'll have another post for you, a chance to start your week off on the right foot, and where your optimal life awaits.